1: Hello, and welcome to Just Make the Thing, a podcast of people like me. I'm your host, Claire Tonti, for people who want to start a thing and keep on making it. Today, I stumbled across this quote Our imagination of what success looks like can be so impoverished, so disconnected from our own lived experiences of what flourishing actually feels like. Our high test scores, our awards, and grades really the ultimate expression of what we hope for as human beings, of what makes us happy, of what we want for our quirky, maddening, beautiful creatures that are our children. God, I hope not. From Courtney Martin. Today, Chanel Luchev, my friend who's a lawyer and also a yoga instructor, talked today all about awards about grades, about what they mean and whether they're important and how to cope if you don't get kudos for that thing that you're making or if you do and how to best navigate all of that as well. We also just have a really great laugh so I hope you enjoy this episode and another congratulations to the weekly planet podcast that won an award on Saturday night which kind of sparked this whole conversation. Okay on with the show. Welcome, listeners. (laughs) It is late at night and Chanel is watching Gilmore Girls and I was saying how much I love it. It's my happy place. Oh, it's good and it's funny. Yeah, it is. Mm. I feel like it's a big hug. I feel like this show, Gilmore Girls and Friends as well.
0: The thing is, I reckon I could move to Stars Hollow. (laughs) Like, I reckon I could. (laughs) I just seem like, kooky, crazy old people and they just they they seem like fun
1: do you know what i won't say where we live but i will say that we live in the australian melbourne suburban equivalent of stars hollow i'm so jealous we literally do i'm not even joking there is a do you have a kirk (laughs) (laughs) we sort of do Actually, we actually sort of do we really do not that like um our parents or james's parents are in any way the same (laughs) as the characters in stars hollow but more just that there are like local characters that's great and there are local because james grew up there and has sort of you know been around the traps a long time, so he's always pointing out characters. And there's like this guy that rides this bike that's got like a thousand saddlebags on it, his, <laughs> with a hat with a feather. Aww. It's just like a whole thing, and everyone knows everybody. So you walk down the street and everyone's chatting to everybody. Actually, when
0: I went to school in Belgrove, they had characters. It was like a, a small community. It's like yeah. there's the local wizard. <laughs> 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 I
1: would not be surprised if Where We Lid has a <laughs> I honestly wouldn't at all.
0: Oh, dear. Yeah,
1: it's good. <laughs> it's a fun place.
0: I love it. Mm. I actually
1: really do. It's cool. Though I do have to say that there's no Luke from Luke's Diner there. Damn. From Gilmore Girls. I know he's real good. Mm. Though a new cafe has opened up that's from Collingwood that moved it, which is, for anyone... This is so boring. For anyone who isn't from Melbourne, they will have no idea. But Collingwood's like really inner city and, and like trendy. and as. And they, those guys have opened up this cafe where we are. And it's like like you step into another world. Okay. it's like stepping into the city.
0: Oh, that's nice. I know. It's
1: real good. I really Fabulous. like it. I have to take you one day.
0: Yes, definitely. You can
1: pod from the cafe. I'm
0: always up for coffee. Excellent. Mm. Um. Well...
1: Today, I didn't even tell you what we were going to discuss today, did I? No. No. But we had an adventure. That's made the mainly thing I wanted to talk about was Saturday night. because You oh, came with yeah. me to the awards ceremony. <laughs> and so I really wanted to talk about, because I saw a quote, about dealing with awards. And this is going to sound weird. And when thing like getting awards or not getting awards mm-hmm. for your, and sort of getting kudos or not getting kudos for the mm-hmm. thing that you've made. Mm-hmm. Does yep. that make sense? Yep. yep. Yeah. And and I sort of wanted to talk through the issues around that. Like, how do you deal? I mean, we won. Well, James' show won, which was really, really great it and lovely. It was so exciting
0: and fun. It was. And really... strange. It <laughs> yeah, It was, it was just. Just a tent full of weirdos. Yeah, don't say that. People. But, they were won- but they were wonderful weirdos. Yeah, they were podcasters. Well, I mean, it's a microcosm of the world, isn't it? it? Is. I it's mean- a microcosm of Australian podcasters. Like, not everybody is the same, and thank God for that. <laughs> Otherwise, how unfun would that evening have been? That
1: is true. It was. T- it was actually legitimately in a tent yeah. <laughs> in Collingwood, actually. Yeah. And beforehand, we went out to dinner at this Japanese. No. It was – was it a Vietnamese restaurant? I think it was Vietnamese. Vietnamese, and they had these like sort of hand-spun um, fairy floss ginormous oh, bear things. right. They were so impressive. sat on top of these glasses, and it made us feel like we were already in some kind of outlandish <laughs> comedy movie, and we were already really tired. So then when we got to the event, and it was a tent – And it was just like full of like crazy creative podcast people who, like, people have faces for radio. And it was just Mm -hmm. like really, and people were in costume. And some people were dressed up to the nines in cocktail outfits. And we weren't sure what to wear. The
0: dress code, I will never understand it. I just don't think. Yeah. I think maybe you nailed it. But I mean, to be honest, it was very complicated and confusing. Yes, um,
1: it was. We, both you nailed the two. I feel like we were smack bang in the middle. We yes. could have gone cocktail. We could have gone jeans. We could have. I instead wore pants over a dress
0: <laughs> to try and. I feel like that's a happy baby, <laughs> personally. Legitimately. And I just wore stuff that I would usually wear to work. So, <laughs> so, all in all, yeah.
1: we had a fun time. It was
0: good. It was and really I got good. to meet Tony Martin. Yes. <gasps> who is a
1: big comedy guy in Australia and a, and James, my husband, man, is a really real big fan of him so that was really fun I yeah really liked and also
0: I mean it gave me some lot more lots more options for a whole bunch of podcasts that I want to listen to now yeah
1: that was what was so fascinating mm. that everybody in that tent made podcasts was to do with them but the range of topics yeah and the range of kind of little worlds that people are into it just reminded me and so many of them were independent as well, right? Yeah. So, people just started making them from their house. One girl got up and thanked everybody and then said the taxi driver on her <laughs> way to the up. event also was telling her he had a podcast called Taxi Mark. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> and then the couple in front of us were like yelling out, it's Mike. And we were like, what is going on? What is happening here? Yeah. People who are heckling the podcasters. Yeah. yeah so, that was... It just reminded me of that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And the one guy that actually quit his job to continue the podcast because his workplace didn't support his, like...
1: His beliefs, yeah, yeah his or beliefs whatever. or philosophy. Because he, it, it was called the Little Red Podcast, yeah. and it's all about China and the sort of rise of China. Yeah, which would have
0: mean. I haven't listened to it. I yet. know. I want to listen to that one. So and they badly. were
1: all dressed in red. Yes, he even had red sunglasses on.
0: He had like he was red from head to toe. He was.
1: They were super red yeah. and all coordinated, and they had so much passion.
0: Yeah, I know. That's what I love. That loved, was beautiful, actually, wasn't
1: it? Mm. And then oh, also, I want to listen to the ABC's Trace. Oh podcast. yes, me too. <gasps> because the girl that and I can't remember her name but she got up and spoke um about it and because it has to do with sexual assaults mm. and it's quite a dark and heavy um, true crime podcast but they've actually managed to reopen the case that's which amazing. is really incredible so i really want that's to that's kind of to what happened too. after serial is yeah, it yeah it is a lot of them another one phoebe's fall that's a melbourne podcast mm-hmm. um That was reopened as well. So, and then also making a murderer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That happened after that.
0: So it shows you the power, doesn't it? Of. Well, it's kind of nice because at least this way um, podcasters don't seem to be beholden to their network or to their advertisers or to their. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I feel like a lot of news, because I, I mean, I read a lot of news. I have to for work. Mm. Um, We have to be on top of everything in case we have to brief the minister on it. Mm. Um, But all the stuff that isn't paid, like paid subscriptions, is basically all infotainment. Yeah, There might be like one or two two legitimate news articles and the rest of it's like this is what the celebrity wore on the red carpet and this actor doesn't eat cheese for this reason. Or, oh, because it's all about clickbait. Yeah. And so
1: the more clicks that something gets, the more money they'll make. Yeah. And so rather than being actual journalism, yeah, it's yeah. something different. Yeah. Mm.
0: So it was a bit heartwarming to know that there are people out there that are actually, you know – wanting to find out the truth and uncover the truth and have a um, have a real public interest angle and they want to make sure that the public know what's going on in the world oh absolutely and also
1: that that's a free open platform so it's free for listeners but it's also free for creators yeah. to get out there yeah. and put out whatever they want yeah and I mean it is tricky though isn't it too because the flip side of that is that we're living in an age where anybody can write anything about and get it out to an audience. Fake news. Yeah exactly (laughs) fake news and oh goodness all of that all of that stuff so it is it's and because obviously people who have journalism degrees study for a long time to Mm. learn the ropes and make sure that they're trying to as best they can be impartial and report on the facts rather than reporting on their opinion of the facts. Mm. Um, Oh gosh. But it is, it's really heartwarming to see that there's still that ability, even from a creator's perspective, for comedians particularly, Mm. the, a lot of, you know, radio shows will choose comedians who are middle middle ground, yeah. so safe. Safe yeah. comedians who will talk about safe topics on breakfast radio and won't get too controversial yeah. um or out there, whereas podcasting and YouTube in the same way. Yeah allows creators to make stuff that is unique and in their own voice and there's no kind of filter. So there's not a whole lot of producers and TV execs and, you know, radio producers and and like a whole big kind of infrastructure around them that filters their art. It's Mm. just like immediately out there.
0: And filters them. I think Mm. and the image they present to the world as well. I think because people are talking into the internet, it doesn't matter how they look yeah it's kind of nice to sort of go to an awards night that wasn't particularly glamorous and yeah. I actually mean that as like a massive compliment because there were some very incredibly beautiful people there and some very ordinary looking people there and that's the way that the world is though.
1: Yeah, it was very representative. And I felt like yeah. a broad spectrum, ages as
0: well. Yes, like that was wonderful actually there were kids
1: to see as well as yeah. like people who are older as well yeah. and really mature journalists as well as like you know older comedians or then really young kids who made a podcast. What was the, There were two kids who yeah. made a podcast. In their house or something?
0: I think it was, oh, I don't yeah. know, I think it was about their lives. Oh, that's true.
1: It was yeah. four kids. It was yeah. A kids podcast. yeah. It's cool though. That's very cool. It was really cool. Yeah, so it was, it was this really interesting mix, but we did feel so incredibly lucky that the listeners of James's show voted. Yeah, it was amazing. That, that blew me away and it just reminded me again of how lucky I am to do the job I do. And the only reason I get to do it is because there are listeners out there. Yeah. to podcasts and yeah. and people who watch James's videos and listen to our show and all yeah. of those sorts of things. So, yeah. And on that, I wanted to talk through a little bit about the whole feeling around being nominated for, an, for the award mm-hmm. and then the lead up to it, because I think it's the same with a lot of things where I know there are people out there studying for uni exams mm-hmm. or high school results or Um, their masters or getting feedback like an A or a B for an essay Mm -hmm. or more than more broadly than that like an award and missing out or getting it Um, and it can be really brutal to sometimes for creatives who are have put their heart and soul into something get nominated and then miss out
0: yeah I could imagine
1: Mm, yeah I
0: could imagine
1: have you have you ever had that like put yourself up for something and won it or um or missed out
0: well, I've missed out plenty of times. <laughs> um, putting myself up for something. Well, I guess I mean, when I was studying I had to, um I had to present a lot in class. Like I had to present and teach like Pretty teach classes after. in front of instructors and then they gave me a lot of feedback and it was really detailed. So to some degree, the students that did well at the mm. time and there weren't many criticisms of their work, I guess you could say that they were kind of a bit They were praised a bit more. I mean, I don't know. It's also a bit personal because it's like, I don't know. Maybe I was overreacting, but yeah, I think there's, there's, it's, I think if you don't, if you are nominated for something and you don't necessarily win something, you almost take it as a criticism of your work,
1: which Mm. it isn't. Like, it isn't at all.
0: Like, really, the fact that you're nominated for anything is kind of impressive and amazing. It is, right? It is even. I even even will go a step further and say
1: even to have something to be put up for nomination. Yeah, yeah of course, is amazing to enter a competition. Yeah, to enter something even in itself is amazing, and so I think that you can you should never, um, as best you can, let the result of a competition or an award thing, a negative or positive, just completely frame your whole world view or your whole view on what you've made because oh, it's yeah. so subjective isn't it yep. really yeah it's so subjective you know like the weekly planet and a whole lot of other podcasts put their hat in the ring for other awards at that award ceremony and didn't get anything yeah. nominated in yep. those categories and that's you know that's to do with the judging panel and who was there and what their opinion was and so um and I guess in this, to a certain extent it's the same when you're studying and all of that stuff, that it's all oh, very dependent on the – person that's judging it so often I've spoken to people I know Charlie Clawson from TOFOP one of our other shows and Will Anderson also said this too and I've heard it like Johnny Farnham who's one of our famous Australian singers was kicked out of choir (laughs) when he was a kid you know um, Zoe Foster Blake who book just won an award her picture book that's just come out failed children's literature at uni yeah so you know there's just countless stories of people um, not getting recognized for talent or, you know, missing out on things and then like and then because excelling. excelling
0: yeah. Because they kept going with yeah. it. I mean sometimes yeah. for people not winning is almost like the driving force behind their success.
1: Yeah, that's So, so sometimes true. it can be a
0: good thing because it teaches you to reassess yourself and your, I don't know, your own ability. Yeah. What it is, whatever it is that you've made, mm. look at the flaws and see how you can improve it for next time.
1: Yeah, lights a fire. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Like for you're sure. like,
0: I'm going to crush it. Yeah, because <laughs> you guys all suck and
1: you don't know how great I am. <laughs> exactly. Kind of like that. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, yeah it's just yeah. subtle, yeah. subtle feelings, <laughs> subtle feels. Yeah. Yeah, I I completely agree with that. Um, And also something I've noticed, and this is going to sound really – I think it's going to sound up myself something. When we won that award, when I was sitting there beforehand, I was thinking, oh, it'd be nice if we did, but it's okay if we don't. Mm. You know, there's lots of people of... Worked really hard and it's great. But when I won, for a minute I could feel my whole head exploding oh. with how great <laughs> we were. Like, and this week I just, it's, I've been so chuffed in my head. I'm like, we're so great. <laughs> we're so great. And then, and then James, because James obviously is just not that into awards. And so, because for that reason, because, um, he thinks they're all subjective and everything. So he was just like, oh, cool, and then got back to it. And yeah. i walking around being like, look what we've done and like buying balloons and being excited. And I realised that you can – and he said, just focus on the work, Claire. Yeah. Stop putting you know your what? head up in Actually, the clamps. Actually, do you
0: don't know made me laugh? Like when, after um, he won that award, I texted him when you were up on the stage and I was like, congratulations, that's really great. And he wrote, I'm amazing, I'm going to live forever. <laughs> And I could just hear the sarcasm <laughs> in his
1: voice. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> God, that is so him. I got home and he put us onto bed and like had a, and made dinner and like was super excited. I've been editing for six hours and in this hoodie. it just looks so crazy and he was just like, yeah, yeah, cool. There's the trophy. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> like, but I guess that in this weird, morbid way, his perspective is always, we're all eventually going to die. So stop. <laughs> like, I know, this sounds so morbid. No, no, no. So it's just, morbid,
0: but it's also true. Yeah, yeah. Know? Well, it is. Like We are. Ostensibly. We are going to die. We
1: are. So you hurry up and just get the things done that you want to get done. Yeah. And if people like them, then that's so awesome. And if people don't, well, you just keep on barreling along. Yeah, yeah. So he, whereas I'm always like, Everybody love me and tell me I'm great all the time. <laughs> like if I could just have a constant crowd following me with
0: applause. That would be <laughs> I excellent. think that's quite yogic of James, to be honest, if he's just mm. like focus on the thing, the actual thing. Don't focus on your pers- like your perception, perception of, it. of it or what mm. has happened or what is going to happen. Just focus on what you're doing at that moment yes. in time. Yeah. So wise. Man. All that Star Wars really paid off.
1: <laughs> is that <laughs> inspired by yogis, like yoga?
0: Wars, a bit know.
1: of the Force and like oh, one yeah. with the Force stuff there.
0: There you go. Yoda is sure a part of everything Oh, knows. yeah. I'm, really I'm sure it. that Yoda would have said a whole bunch of things which are very profound. <laughs> Even though he speaks in rhyming, right? He does speak in rhyme, kind of like. Uh, does he, or completely? It's, it's kind of like cinemas you must go to, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so it's not rhyming, but not it's Yoda, sort of Yoda. like. <laughs> you would ever refer to cinemas? <laughs> Why did I come to know
1: That's weird. <laughs> Why did I say that? So, in your brain, Yoda is just is just recommending not even <laughs> movies, but particular cinemas <laughs> to you. Yeah, <laughs> Luke Skywalker, please go to Hoyt's in Greensboro. Oh no. Greensboro Heights, you must go to (laughs) Skywalker. There we go.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Excellent. Okay. Well, if we could all
1: just be a little bit more like Yoda Mm. or James.
0: Or James. And people
1: that know him in person will laugh so hard that we think that he's a very wise (laughs) soul. However, I think he is. I think there's something in that. So anyway, it was a really nice thing and a really exciting thing. Yeah, it was
0: us. wonderful. It was, it was heaps cool. of fun. Mm, it was so cool.
1: And mainly just really nice for all the listeners. And also the, some of the looks on people's faces in the audience who were like, I think he even didn't think we were there. <laughs> like, the guy was like, are they, are they here? I don't know. And then I could see everyone sort of looking around like, what is, what is this podcast <laughs> about TVs and video games and like comic book movies? Uh, anyway, it was yeah. really lovely. So... That was really cool. No, you did
0: brilliantly. And if anyone hasn't seen the speech, it's on your Instagram, isn't it?
1: Yeah, because I got all big noted. I was like,
0: look at me, doing a speech. It was so good for someone that just kind of
1: made something
0: up. Real wing that (laughs) way. You know, that's my MO.
1: You know, that's what I did when I went to Copenhagen Yeah, but some
0: people can just wing it and it works for them. Whereas me, Mm -hmm. I need to have a plan. Otherwise, I like shrivel up into a ball and just start (laughs) rocking back and forth.
1: (laughs) That does not surprise me at all,
0: seeing as I'm the one that turned
1: the mic on before I told you what we were going to (laughs) do. But sometimes Chanel and people out there, Mm -hmm. creativity is all about going with the motions, Mm -hmm. going with the the motions. Mm -hmm. It's not about going with the bow motion. I didn't mean that. (laughs) Going with the motions and just like free styling. Mm -hmm. You would say free ball. Yes. (laughs) It's very late at night. I had my hair
0: cut today. I think it may have seeped into my brain slightly
1: or something.
0: Oh, um, no, that's true. Mm, no, is. I get told to relax all the time, which as I'm sure you can imagine, <laughs> makes me incredibly tense. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so note to self, don't ever tell you to Mm-mm. relax. Or ever tell me to shh, which is what my husband does sometimes because he knows how much it irritates me. Oh, it's so a Because when said, I was shh, yeah, shh. when I was a kid, I used to get shh all the time by my parents. Because I think that, I think I might talk a bit too much.
1: <laughs> no, sure and then I used not. to just sort of
0: sit there in silence. I was like obedient, but then also going blindly. Like I was like full of rage <laughs> that I was being silenced. <laughs> so i would Aww. obey but i'd be very angry about it
1: <laughs> you're like stomping around
0: in silence so now it kind of like triggers something in me as an adult so sometimes Gorin will do it and i'm just like i will just lose my shit i think he just does it to mess with me i know Goren, Gorin.
1: i would 100 percent think he would do that to mess with you Absolutely. Okay. Well, you're perfectly suited to podcasting this because yeah. I never want you to be quiet, except <laughs> when I'm talking, actually. I talk quite a lot too. So, you know, it's all right.
0: <sighs> it's I know. Good.
1: It's good. It's It's a good medium hmm. for the talkers. Yes. Exactly. For those
0: of us who just have lots to say.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Always have lots to say. <laughs> yeah. I... Because the other flip side of this was that I wanted to talk a little bit about um, missing out and stuff. And I know you talked about that mm. just before. And I just wanted to share, um, for me, I generally always miss out on awards. <laughs> the only other award, and like this award that I said, it was really for James. <laughs> so the only other award that I remember getting that was sort of made me think, oh, maybe I could be a writer mm. or do creative stuff was when I was in grade five and I went to poetry competition and i got my poem printed in the local council newspaper wow i've got two hundred dollars
0: what that would be like a thousand for a yeah how old are you grade five yeah 11 year
1: old yeah that is amazing i was so freaking stoked and also i beat out like all these old people like it wasn't a kids competition it was like a proper like just like an open competition oh with a local God. council. And I did this ridiculous poem about a, sea, about a sea serpent called Sid. And it was like this kid's story yeah. about this sea serpent that lived under the ocean and he had all these friends. So it was very like, I just couldn't, it was so crazy that That's I went. so sweet. It was really lovely. But I remember that. And then since then, I sort of, I remember in high school, I always seemed to kind of just miss out on stuff. Even... Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Student for music. I remember vividly one of our, what the teacher felt, pulled me aside and said, I'm going to give the VCA award to this other girl because her parents got divorced.
0: Okay. I know,
1: which was so weird. It was so weird. And, and I didn't know – and he's like, I feel sorry for her and she's doing really well. So I know that you've worked really hard and you're, you know, doing this grade of study or whatever on the flute because, you know, I'm very cool. I'm sure. I was a very cool high schooler. But um, <laughs> anywho. And so he said, but I'm going to give it to this other girl and, you know, wish you well. Anyway, she ended up winning three awards in the, like, VCE award ceremony. And I got – nothing oh I'm sorry. and I put like my little heart and soul into my Mozart concertos oh. <laughs> and she played the saxophone I know it was real hard oh. anyway but I, I remember going back to that feeling and thinking that it sort of defined me a bit or mm-hmm. that it or at that time that it was so unfair and I got really caught up in like the it's really unfair and so in that was in year 11 and in year 12 I just didn't try I stopped trying as hard as I probably could have no no but it's it's more I wanted to share that because I I think it's that's why it's really dangerous to put too much weight on awards and grades and everything because it none of that really defines you at all nothing you own or nothing that kind of you can like it's all really lovely and it can help you if you want for like it can lead to other opportunities but you never want to hang all of your self-esteem or self-worth as a creative person or any person Mm -hmm. on any of that because it can stop you from yeah because also i
0: don't know there is also a risk that you take the joy out of it, like you did. You quit, yeah. And some people might just persevere because they want to be the best, but they'll kill themselves doing it, and they stop liking the thing that gives yeah. them joy.
1: Yeah, joy. Yeah, it's so true. It is. It's. It's sort of. Um. I interviewed Matt Stewart from Dougal on one of our other podcasts the other week, and which also, consequently, is an excellent podcast. Everyone should listen to it. <laughs> um. And he was saying that too. That. The secret to happiness is to be doing something that that you enjoy while looking forward to something else you enjoy.
0: That's nice. Isn't that nice? That's lovely.
1: Yeah. And the, the real joy kind of comes then from that rather than from fame and glory. And,
0: but that, and that stuff's all fleeting, isn't it, In the, yeah. at the end of the day? Yeah. Like I think – I was contemplating this today. I think – A human sense of self-worth is just comes a lot from feeling accepted and loved, right? So true. So you could be, by everyday standards, the most mediocre human being in the world. And (laughs) I mean by external standards. Like you have an ordinary job and you have ordinary pay. Mm. You're not earning amazing amounts of money, but you're not poor. Mm. And you have a nice house, but it's not a mansion. It's also not a, you know, you're not living in squalor. But if your relationship's like if you feel loved and wanted in your relationships then you can often be the happiest person mm, around 100%. So, I don't know. I think sometimes I think sometimes the danger with awards are that you get a lot of praise from people who aren't the ones that actually love you. So true. You know, do you know what I mean? There's nothing wrong and there's nothing wrong with um compliments like from a stranger. No, it's still lovely. It's awesome. It's so true. But it can become weirdly addictive. Yeah. Actually Well it's kinda like Instagram. I was just thinking
1: that likes. Yeah. It's like likes and comments and it's funny because I've never been I've always been very reticent to put a lot of stuff on social media. I haven't really used my Facebook account very much but since we've been doing the business and then the podcast and I sort of have thought well it's really good to do it and I'm really enjoying Instagram I have found myself getting caught up in the likes and the followers and the watching things grow and and I and even today I took a photo of myself a selfie in the hairdressers (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I've never done anything like that in my life. We went out for dinner and I took a photo of our food. What the <laughs> F? Like I would never do that. I'm such a believer in being in the moment, yeah. being present with the person that's with you. And so the fact that I'm taking photos of all this stuff, and yes mm. I can say it's for work, but a little part of me is mm. like like you don't want that to detract from yeah. your actual life. I mean I think neutral, as long as you're aware yeah. of
0: it aware of it, it's fine. Mm.
1: Yeah, if you're not living your life constantly through your phone. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But I can feel, you know how we talked about the pit? That's It's yes. just like, come on in. Yeah. I can feel it around, hanging around there. Just like, mm. come on into this phone. Everything's here. All the information. All the likes. <laughs> everybody. And none of that is real. At the end of the day, right. the biggest thing and the most important thing in your life, yeah, are exactly that. Your sense of belonging and the people that love you yeah and don't you think sometimes sometimes the people that love you the most are sometimes the ones that get the shittiest version of you yes because you come home and you're just like "Ah! (laughs) 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 don't talk to me oh god i've knocked off the thing off the thing (laughs) it's still going it's Um, okay
0: yeah of course yeah oh yeah definitely and yeah or or they're the. i think sometimes the the thing sometimes um I feel guilty because yeah the people that love me the most don't necessarily get my best self but they also don't get sometimes I don't get my best efforts cuz I'm mm. like oh I'll just speak to them another day oh yeah. they'll just call back another time which is so unfair because yeah, like I'll so respond true. to other people
1: straight away yeah it's so, cuz they're like bad isn't it but I was actually thinking that exact thing because I've got friends. Why is that, do you think? Mm. Good good point, because I was dealing with this exact thing. Two of my really, really good friends live interstate or overseas. Mm-hmm. And both of them have been trying to get in touch with me. And it's been super insanely busy. But I've managed to get back to all of my the business calls I need to mm. make and, you know, replied to those friends who I need to see. Like we're going away for the weekends, so I replied to them. And then, yeah. And for those guys, I'm like, oh, we've been friends for like 15 years. So mm. I'll get back to them whenever and it'll be fine. It's not good, is it? Yeah. Is it because, but then, and part of me is like, but maybe it's because you so trust in the relationship that they will care about you no matter what and it'll be okay? Yeah. Well, yes, know. there's
0: definitely that element, 100%. I mean, mm. I also, um, I also just think, God, I've lost my train of thought now. I've completely lost my train That's of okay. thought. That's okay. She's been at work all that day. weird.
1: We were talking about, you were saying, is it a bad thing? Why do you think it is that mm. we do that? Like, why do we sometimes let the people, the friends that are the closest to us, kind of like their message sit unanswered or their call unanswered?
0: Yeah, and I... I've completely. I've honestly, I've lost my train of thought. But I think, I think it's probably you've probably hit the nail on yeah, the head. Yeah,
1: just that because you sort of trust in that relationship. Yeah, I'm mm. so
0: used to the fact that they'll always be around, and I don't mean that I necessarily take them for granted, but it's more a matter of yeah, that relationship will continue to exist. Yeah. Um. Oh, that's right. What I was going to say was, I think you only have a certain amount of energy, like in the day and you have to prioritise the use of your energy. Yeah. And it's not that.
1: Some people call it fucks. You've only got a certain number of Fs to
0: give. You do. You only have a certain number of Fs to give. Mm. And for me, um, a lot of those Fs are like diverted to my livelihood because like I Mm. spend a lot of time on email at work and a lot of time ringing people at work. So by the time it gets to the end of the day, I'm like, I can't do it i want to i want to be able to call this person and give them my full attention Mm. and be interested and learn like learn about what's happened to them since the last time we spoke but that would require a lot of energy and i don't have the energy and i would feel like I'm doing a disservice to that relationship. Maybe that's oh, what it is. You let's just let's just call it that so I feel better <laughs> about myself. No, no, no. <laughs> you
1: completely and utterly nailed that on the head for me. That is exactly why and my friends if and if I don't know if they listen to this, I don't think they do, but if they do, you'll know who you are. Because I haven't returned your call. <laughs> Because <laughs> I am the worst friend in the world, but it is that it's because when I speak to them, I want to be there for them yeah. and be consciously listening and absorbed. And for yeah, I'm exactly the same as you. I spend my life emailing, calling, and then also with a little person, yeah. who I have to give my full attention to. So by the time he goes to bed at like seven seven thirty, mm-hmm. all I want, all I have enough energy. I barely have enough energy to put on my pajamas and clean my teeth. Yeah. And then I just want to zone out in front of TV for an hour and go to bed or read a book in bed. And even James talks to me and I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Like I just, I've sort of, because yeah, we're also our job and this job I'm doing creatively mm-hmm. and all the stuff with the business is I'm constantly thinking and talking and moving and writing and putting all that energy into mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. But then you know, those friendships are super, super important yeah, I mean, I mean, they me. absolutely.
0: Uh, I just think, yeah, you've only got a certain amount of energy, and if they do love you, then they will understand that sometimes you have to. Pro- you can prioritize them, and some sometimes you have to prioritize mm. other things as well. Yeah, I think. True. Yeah, but I do genuinely feel bad sometimes when I'm non-responsive, because I mean to be, I really want to be, but I'm like, oh no. oh, I just. I'm not going to be able to give any kind of useful advice or listen intently. It's just not going to happen. No. Do you think that guys feel like this? Like constantly feel guilty about... No. Because no. I, I honestly... <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know whether this is just... This might just be my experience with um, my wonderful husband and his friends. But they talk about the same
1: shit. All the time. Oh, and it's always like the school things that happened to them back in like yeah, the so 1990s. Yeah, so everyone already knows the
0: story. It's five or something. Yeah. And they never. There's rarely ever a detailed conversation. It's like, so, like, Goren will come home and I'm like, so how so-and-so's mum? is like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, Goren, they're sick. Like, you should ask. He's like, well, i like, what did you talk about?
1: Sport. Work. Sport. That story that happened in 2002. 20- you remember 2002? that time they
0: guided that thing? Oh, it was funny. And I'm like... What do you? They just have the same conversation. Yeah, this is what I know, over I know. and over again.
1: I know. And also, they seem to, or James anyway, is able to just go, oh, who cares? <laughs> yes. Like, oh, who cares? I don't, you, you know, like, your shirt's on an end. What are you doing? Oh, who cares? <laughs> you know? Or just like, that person doesn't like me. Oh, who cares? Like, yes. just, what does your mum think? Ring your mum. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, like, I'm always like, Is everyone okay? What's happening there? What's happening here? Maybe that wasn't the right conversation. Should I have sent those flowers? Like, what is going on? I need to call my friend. And his brain is just always constantly like, I'll just go lie down.
0: Yeah, actually. I'll just go have a nap. All right. Because Goran will say, oh, sometimes I stress about things. And then I think, I don't want to think about it anymore, so I just don't. I'm it's like, the boxes theory. I'm like, that is amazing. How do you do that? Can you teach me? Have <laughs> we talked about the boxes
1: theory before? No. I talked to you about this? I don't think so. We've, I don't know. We may have talked about another previous episode. Basically, there's an idea floating around in there that bra- men's bo- brains. Are like boxes. Mm-hmm. They open a box and it's like the sport box. And they shut the lid, <laughs> and then they open another box like the cooking box. Shut the Partner box. Open it up. Shut the lid. Mm-hmm. Work box. Open up. Shut the lid. Mm-hmm. Friend box. Now, there's no connection between any of those boxes. <laughs> and when they are in one box, you cannot talk to them about the other box because it's just they don't they're not connected. They have to shut one box. And then open another one. Uh It's like when you ask them something while they're like cooking or while they're like watching sport about something unrelated, they have like a panic attack because they're just in that one box. Oh. Whereas. That all makes sense. For our brains are like a friggin' intergalactic web of like everything connected to everything like my shoe choice is connected to my weight choice which is connected to my past history with my mother which is connected (laughs) to my friend Sally who lives in blah which is connected to Mm -hmm. this and then my job is also connected really deeply to my roots and what I believe in about the world and where Mm. I'm going but it's also connected to the friends and everything is like You know, this
0: is why I think I don't I don't multitask efficiently because I'm always stuck in the middle of five different things. Right? Because our brains, legitimately, today I was writing a report on the Target website, looking for Mother's Day presents for my mum, looking up um, a recipe for to go with dinner, and uh, uh, sending a message to a friend and listening to music. How can anyone's brain do all (laughs) of those? That is not possible because You are a woman, no. that's how because oh we have God. superpowers, yeah. But, um, but
1: yeah, at the same time, it's a freaking hard place to be yeah. like, it's a hard it's place to like, No
0: wonder we're like <laughs> crippled with anxiety. I know because we can't do one thing at a time.
1: No, we really legitimately cannot do one thing at a time, honestly, cannot. And so, but but I do think as well it's a strength. I think there's a a strength in the box type of brain that's just like focused on one thing, and there is also the and there's also a spectrum within those as well. Like not all women have like intergalactic web brains, and not all men have box brains. But you know, yeah, as a general rule, there's more you know on either side. So there is like advantages to the intergalactic intergalactic. I don't know why I'm calling it that emotional web brain (laughs) Mm. that we often have because. It means that we do notice a lot of things that sometimes emotionally guys might not be in tune yeah. with like, why was your mum looking like that? Or mm. like, do they need something extra in that way? Or and I whose think, friend yeah, needs my attention Is that intuition?
0: Now? Women's intuition, do you think? I think because so. Because I can get a sense, I don't know about you, but I can always get a sense of how people are feeling and the energy in the room. Mm. Super. You know, Super. so, and I kind of can adjust myself according. To that energy?
1: 150,000 percent. James does not believe in energy. He which, doesn't. No. no. And I, because he's always like, you with the energy and your juju. <laughs> and I'm like, no, it's a real thing. It's mm. just that your box brain <laughs> is all in the boxes. So it's mm. not going to pick it up. Whereas I will walk into exactly. Yeah. And sometimes being around a big room of people is quite exhausting because at a party, there's a lot of different energies happening.
0: Oh, absolutely. All in one
1: kind of thing that's also why I love my house because I walked in and I was like this has real good energy in here Mm. this is a good place yeah and and that's the thing I think you really yeah I just yeah I totally agree with that yeah pick up on people's vibes Mm, indeed Mm -hmm. so and I think so that so there's lots of positives about the kind of brains that we have Mm. but they do sometimes make our lives
0: difficult Holy Moses. Sometimes I just wonder, imagine if I could just stop myself from task switching and just do one thing at a time. But mm. it's actually, for me, it's actually very difficult for me to just focus on the one thing for a set period of time. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on in there that that doesn't work for me, but it doesn't.
1: I think, you know what it is? I actually think it's a strength in some ways, particularly in research and Things where you've got to draw on a whole lot of different bits of knowledge mm. to come to conclusions, which is okay. probably something that you would do
0: in your yeah. job. Too. Yeah. Um, yeah, Did I have you? to do a lot of research. I have to, the thing that I have to do is um, get across large volumes of information quickly mm. and and pick up the key parts of it and then digest it, translate it, and make it like plain English distinct yeah yeah so I kind of um, like it's it's not abnormal for me to have to read 45 documents and turn it into two pages holy shit yeah so that's like, a lot yeah so I, I'm and some of it's quite technical so um, I think for me maybe part of the way that I look at things is like what are the key things what are the key
1: yeah don't give me all that shit. Just get to the real point. I'm yeah. swearing a lot today. That's okay. I don't know why.
0: I find it very entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> it releases
1: yeah. endorphins, did you know?
0: Really? Uh-huh. Oh, my God. I should be for swearing you. more often.
1: Ellen said so. Ah, yeah, she knows everything. It's a
0: real release. Mm. Hmm. That's a good one.
1: Yeah. Well, see that, and there you go. So there's actual. There's real. There's great benefits to being able to do that because yeah. you can work quite fast and quickly.
0: Yeah, I can. I can when I need to. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Um, it's just yeah, it'd be good to kind of because I, I spoke to a friend, a male colleague, about my about this once, and he's like, I can only focus on one thing at a time. He's like, I don't like. When I'm working, I don't like the phone ringing. I don't respond to emails. I just do the one thing and then I get back to everything else. And I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> how do you do what a world (laughs) yeah I am
1: 100% not like that Mm. on any level it's why teaching suited me because there's 30 little people in there all doing different things and I'm just always like running around like a bee (laughs) to different little beehives just like zipping everywhere whereas when I was pregnant I had to sit on a wheelie chair and like wheel around the room to tell it talk to people by the end because I was just humongous but when you are um yeah, and I'm the same. I have about a thousand tabs open and it's the same with my work now and it's the advice that keeps popping up for mm-hmm. me for people who are working on stuff Yeah, that you've got to have a lot of things on the go all at once, yeah. a lot of pots bubbling on that stove because mm-hmm. if one sort of boils over and mm-hmm. falls, mm-hmm. you've still got other things going. Yep. And it's kind of the same with the way I work with my laptop. I've got lots of things open. I'm kind of working on things all at the same time, mm-hmm. emailing people back and then going back to other things and looking for connections between stuff, and I really enjoy that. I love finding connections between things and building little things like that. Yeah, I you're very good like
0: that. I think
1: I don't know if I'm good at it, but I do enjoy it. So it's sort of
0: no, but I think like um, the sponsors for the podcast are very like are linked quite well to the kinds of content that's being produced mm. and. I mean, obviously, when you're running a business, things should be linked, but it's quite succinct in the way that it's done. Thanks, Lab. That's all right. I've been really,
1: really trying Mm. to kind of match it in that way. Um, And also, obviously, it depends on who's interested in advertising and podcasts. But I've really tried to do that. I also really, in the way that we run the company, want it to be a place where people feel kind of heard and listened to and that we really respect the listeners too yeah. and I don't want to sh- like get the guys or get anyone to spruik stuff that I think is like rubbish yeah. that I don't think the listeners would enjoy yeah because I don't think that's ethically for us anyway no and everyone does things differently but for us that doesn't really make sense we want to be working with companies and people and in jamming I mean and nobody's perfect and nothing's perfect but that's the kind of I thinking that we want to work with people and companies that have the same ethos as yeah, us. Yeah,
0: that's wonderful. Yeah,
1: and have a positive outlook and want to be collaborative and that's kind of the way that we run our company. So yeah.
0: It's amazing. I don't know. Kudos to
1: you. Kudos, Kudos to James. Well done. Well done, James. Even and Nate and Mason and Mason, the two of them. Well done, listeners, for voting. Yes. Those guys are good ones. Yes. Oh, and the phone's ringing. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, it's probably gone. We've gone over time. We should finish on that note. Is that a friend that you haven't called? Back? No, it's
0: no caller ID. So I'm wondering if it's like marketing you know oh, i'm getting a
1: lot of those sorry
0: about that everybody.
1: okay it would have been such a really nice full circle moment if it had been a call from a friend that you haven't got <laughs> back to anyway everyone go and call their mums it's mother's day yes, here yes. on sunday so go call your mum go
0: call your mum
1: talking yeah exactly okay chanel are you ready to finish off i think so anything else you want to say
0: um I said congratulations already, but congratulations Indeed. again. Hey, Thanks for coming with me. Yeah, no problem. Anytime.
1: You did a real good job.
0: Thank you. You're welcome. I did cheer. You did.
1: You were like the one person that cheered because no one else in the audience We was. <laughs> 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 it was very amusing, but they were all really lovely. Was it was fun. really lovely. And congratulations great. to Everybody that was at the po- those podcast awards yeah. and everybody who makes podcasts and everyone who makes things. Yes, keep on making them. Keep on going. Don't let awards or grades or whatever else get in the way of just making the thing that you love.
0: Love That's it. what I think. Wonderful.
1: Absolutely. Go force. Be merry.
0: And make. And make. Stuff. <laughs> just make the thing. Yeah.
1: Put it in your pocket. No, don't put it in your pocket. <laughs> Oh, God. Let's finish. Okay. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to a podcast with me, your host Claire Tonti and the wonderful Chanel Luchev. For more of our shows, you can visit planetbroadcasting.com. You can find us on Twitter. You can find me on Instagram at Claire Tonti or on Twitter at Mrs. Sunday Movies. You can also find Chanel at Bend Yoga Melbourne on Instagram. Uh, if you'd like to email the show and tell us what you're up to, if you're out there creating, you can email us at justmake the thing pod at gmail.com. And if you'd like to donate to our Care Australia campaign, which we'd love you to be a part of uh, you can follow the link in the show notes below okay out there have a great week flourish which i know sounds a bit corny but that's what i want for you this week flourish and just keep making head down bum up get to work okay on with the show or actually (laughs) no finishing the show on with me off and away okay bye